Welcome back to the watch list. I'm Caroline Woods and for Nicole Petalides. Energy stocks continue to make new highs after reporting record earnings. Let's, let's discuss that with our panel. Joining us now is Mark Giambroni, Senior Managing Director and Equity Portfolio Ma Manager Analyst at Barrow Hanley Global Investors, and Stuart Glickman, Deputy Research Director and Energy Equity Analyst at CFRA Research. Mark and Stuart, so good to have you both. Stuart, let's start with you with Exxon's earnings. It's up about 3%, another record profit for Exxon. What's your take on the report? Hi, Caroline. Uh, thanks for having me. So I think it was a really good report, both on the upstream side, where um, unit profitability in our estimation was up about 5% sequentially. Uh, of course, they're, they're benefiting from, from considerably higher upstream prices than a year ago, both for crude oil and for natural gas. And then on the downstream side, the margins they generated were kind of astonishing. Um, and it speaks to for example, how, how low diesel stocks are these days and, and, and what that's done to margins. Really, the only downside was on chemicals. And if you look at, look at, at chemical uh, profitability exposure, it's really a distant third uh, compared to the other pieces of the puzzle for, for Exxon. So overall, I thought that was, this was a great print. And moving on to Chevron, Mark, it's up a little bit more modestly, up about seven-tenths of one percent. Not necessarily a record profit, I don't believe, but still uh, better than expected. So tell us the key takeaways from Chevron. Um, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Um, again, you know, Chevron was up significantly, 88 percent or so year over year. And we see that earnings are going to continue to rise and expectations will rise as we move into 2023. So again, benefiting from much higher commodity prices, oil, gas, something that doesn't seem to be, um, you know, slowing down anytime soon. And so we do think the sector in general, Exxon and Chevron clearly being leaders of that sector, uh, have a bright future ahead of them. All right, speaking of which, Stuart, I want to take a look at, when I compare how Chevron and Exxon are doing compared to your price targets, Exxon is uh, it's closing in on the median price target. It's just below 111 right now, which is median, but you have a $120 price target and buy rating on that. Chevron is only a couple dollars away from your target of 182 at 179. So do you look at this as a space that has room to run? Because Chevron's up 52% year-to-date, Exxon's up 82%. Yeah, fair question. So actually, we upped both price targets today after they reported. Uh, our new price target for Exxon is 127. We still maintain our buy recommendation. And our price target on Chevron is up to 188. Still maintain our three stars, our hold opinion. I think really the biggest difference, uh, the fundamentals are supporting both of them, of course. Uh, but to me, the biggest difference is that is on valuation. Um, even as much as Exxon has moved up this year, they're still trading on a on a on a forward uh, multiple basis. They're still trading a, a healthy distance away from what we would consider a historical average. Um, and with Chevron, not quite the same. There's not quite as much bang for the buck uh, with Chevron. So on valuation grounds, we only have a hold on Chevron. Uh, but Operationally, I think both companies are are going to put in. Um, if if oil if oil and natural gas prices hold up the way they are, I think both companies are going to be putting in pretty strong earnings power uh, in 2023 as well. All right, Mark, I want to get your take on upside potential, seeing as you said something about a bright future ahead. Something tells me you're bullish as well. Would you be looking to buy Chevron and Exxon, or are there other names in the space that actually look more attractive to you? Um, 
Well, so let me start by saying I, I agree um, with the other guests. I think the earnings growth rates, especially relative to the market, are going to be very strong. And that sets energy apart as we roll into the rest of this year, the rest of 2023. Exxon and Chevron are obviously enormous businesses. We think you can disaggregate those businesses and invest in individual companies that may give you uh, more upside more directly. So we actually like an onshore company called Pioneer. We like an offshore company called Hess. We even like a refiner um, called Phillips 66 more than we like these two particular businesses. But if you want a broad exposure, if you want a very large liquid name, then you know Exxon and Chevron will also participate for all the reasons these other companies are going to participate. We just think the individual fundamentals of those businesses are better when you disaggregate them relative to uh, some of the largest names out there. So Stuart, your take, your forecast was based on energy prices holding up. So what is your outlook for energy? We currently have crude oil trading down a bit right now, but right around $88 a barrel. Does it stay around here? Does it move higher from here? Yeah, so I think that if, if you look at where prices should be next year, I would say that WTI at about 90 bucks a barrel makes sense to us on fundamental grounds. Natural gas, uh, Henry Hub, probably around $6 per million BTU, uh, also on fundamental grounds. So really the biggest fear if you're an energy investor is not on the supply side. Um, supply is very tight these days. It's, it's a function of almost a decade of underinvestment. Really the fear is on the demand side. If you get some kind of major recession, a very steep recession, that is going to take energy demand along with it. And that's, that's the biggest risk. So you have to have a fair amount of risk tolerance uh, to invest in energy. But I, I do think over the course of this decade, uh, I think it's largely going to be a good decade for energy. So Mark, Stewart's at $90 a barrel. What's your outlook for energy prices and how are you factoring a recession into that forecast? Um, well, an absolute price is hard for us to get to, but we do believe that higher prices for longer is, is clearly the environment that we're going to be in. And in thinking about that, um, although we do have to be concerned about demand and supply, I agree on the supply side that it's very tight for multiple reasons. That doesn't look to be abating anytime soon. On the demand side, of course, we're talking about things slowing, but you've also got one of the largest consuming countries in the world, which is China, uh, in a lockdown zero COVID policy, so under you know, utilizing at the moment. So there are offsets to the concern about a slowdown in demand but there are lots of reasons to believe that even with demand slowing a little, we simply don't have um, enough barrels to go around at the moment. And we also have to deal, as you know, with the strategic petroleum reserve and refilling that at some point, which will be another excess piece of demand. So I think the outlook looks good. Uh, again, higher for longer is kind of what we're thinking. So Stuart, what happens if oil prices do fall? I guess how high do they have to be for you to continue to be bullish in this space? Yeah, good question. So I think that anything north of $70 a barrel, uh, virtually all the projects that are the growth projects for these companies in 2023, a lot of which is in the US Permian Basin, for example, they're still gonna make money at those kinds of price points. Um, so I think there's a fair amount of, of safety or wiggle room, if you will, uh, before prices start start getting down to the point where um, it becomes really problematic for these companies. Of course, if you get oil down to 70 bucks a barrel, 
probably means that buyback growth isn't going to be quite as um, attractive. Um, you're probably not going to get big increases in dividends, but I think operationally these companies are going to be fine. They'll, they'll, they'll generate less free cash flow than otherwise, but still fine. All right, we have to leave it there. Stuart Glickman, CFRA Research, and Mark Giambroni, Barrow Henley Global Advisors. Good to see you both. Thanks so much for your outlook and for your picks. Thank you.